Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I hope all of you are having a fantastic uh, day so far. Sorry, jotting down a note for myself as we start off the show. Some people ask, what do my notes look like? That's it, right? You want to zoom in. That is what your boy is going to talk to you for the next uh, 20 some odd minutes plus. Just make sure that I got stuff written down so I don't forget Uh, That is the notepad here uh, in uh, today's show. Appreciate all of you. Hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. Want to tell you right off the top, listen up to me, Tennessee, Virginia, and Michigan in particular, but also Iowa, Indiana, uh, Illinois, West Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Again, Tennessee, Michigan, and Virginia, that crew, 10 states now. You go sign up right now at fanduel.com slash clay. FanDuel.com slash my name C-L-A-Y You can get up to a $1,000 no-risk wager as your first wager. FanDuel.com slash Clay A lot of you still learning how many different states you can now gamble in and if you're wondering whether your state allows gambling you can go ahead and sign up. The minute that your state goes live you'll get an email boom you'll be ready to go and you've got $1,000 to gamble with with your first deposit up to $1,000 for new users FanDuel.com slash Clay Okay You knew it was going to happen The media is all upset about Super Bowl parties They are the latest super spreader events You know what was not a super spreader event? Celebrating Joe Biden's election as President of the United States All over the country People went out in the streets They celebrated like crazy Many people without masks on Nobody even mentions the idea that it might be a super spreader event. But Notre Dame beats Clemson. They rush the field. Oh my God, what's going on? The Bucks win in Tampa setting off parties inside of Tampa over the Bucks win. And the mayor of Tampa is all triggered. She said there needed to be investigations into people at parties who weren't wearing masks. What then automatically almost always happens anytime the mask police shows up especially when a politician is involved almost immediately people find that politician having violated the same rules and regulations that they are now upset that other people are violating. The mayor of Tampa pictured all over the place when the Lightning were pursuing their championship. What was she doing? Not wearing a mask, of course, in all of the photographs that were taken of those celebrations, even watching the game. Best response I have seen from this came from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis when he was asked about a photo of him at the Super Bowl that showed he was not wearing a mask he said how else am I going to drink a beer? And it's funny but also true you know I went to the Tennessee-Kansas game I've been to college basketball college football and NFL games during the pandemic and I swear this is 100% true I'm sitting in Thompson Bowling Arena watching Kansas play against Tennessee and an usher comes up and taps me on the shoulder and he says I'm sorry sir you need to wear your mask And I said, well, I'm drinking this beer. And he said, oh, my bad. I didn't know you had a beer. So really, if you are drinking a beer, you don't have to wear a mask basically for an entire game 
And so this whole ridiculousness of, ba- of masks is like when you walk into an indoor restaurant all over the state of Tennessee or the state of Florida the places that I have been living most frequently during the pandemic um, and you have to wear the mask to walk to your table but as soon as you are seated at your table you can start eating and drinking and the mask can come off There's this is all cosmetic theater okay it's all utterly ridiculous there's no way to justify why you need to have a mask on walking into a restaurant but you can immediately take it off once you're seated uh, all of it all of it in many ways is I believe cosmetic theater. Now the positive is COVID cases are plummeting on a massive scale all over the country. Uh, I think this is a combination of the vaccine which now something like 35 or 40 million people have gotten their first dose many of whom uh, are the people who would ordinarily be the most in danger including by the way my own parents who were both 75 years old and they got their vaccine here in Nashville. My stepfather uh, has gotten the vaccine. My, uh, my father-in-law has got sorry my stepfather-in-law my, uh, my father-in-law has gotten the vaccine. Uh, my stepmother-in-law the elderly people in my life are all getting the vaccine now and they're all fine post-vaccine. I hope it works. It hasn't been tre- t- tested a lot in super elderly people Uh, but we know it works and is very efficacious in younger people uh, who were a part of the trial. So I hope this thing is going to work but I think what you're seeing is twofold. Uh, I think we are seeing uh, the vaccine which is now out to 35 or 40 million people at least getting the first doses which begins to offer protection and I also think what you're seeing is a secondary part of this a ton of people have already had the virus. So when you start talking about 35 or 40 million people vaccinated plus 100 million-ish who have already been exposed to the virus that's basically half the country. We're rapidly approaching 50% of the country either already having had the virus or now having the vaccine uh, and that is a pretty substantial component in why I think the numbers are being driven down but all of this lunacy of people being upset about the parties is utterly ridiculous. Uh, Speaking of the Super Bowl Ratings were down. Uh, Ratings were down substantially on the Super Bowl. I think like 8% off of last year is the uh, the overall number Uh, and I think this is a function. You know, look I I think that sports have challenged themselves and they have alienated a large number of their viewers. You you guys know this if you watch the show. I think that people who watch the Super Bowl want to be entertained. I don't think they want to be preached to. I think there was a lot of corporate corporate woke-tivism Uh, all the different commercials and everything else all the different aspects of the game that lecture you and take you out of entertainment. The analogy I've always made is hey if you want to go watch a Spider-Man movie you don't want Spider-Man to come out halfway through the movie in the middle of a commercial and talk to you about serious things going on in life. You're there to be entertained and I think that's the reason why most people watch sports to be entertained. I also think if the game had been closer the number of viewers would have been higher but I do think the NFL should take this into account because they couldn't have gotten a better matchup than Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes in terms of the amount of interest and also everybody's still to a large extent locked down at home. There isn't a lot to do and yet the viewership wasn't through the roof. If I'm the NFL I go back and I look at this and I say okay we're now getting the benefit of out of home viewing. What is going on here that our national uh, sort of celebrations like the Super Bowl are producing smaller audiences than they used to part of that can just be fragmentation going on 
uh, because of the overall growth of the internet, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, all these different places, Hulu, Paramount+, Plus, all these different streaming services that you have to be subscribed to. I also think, however, uh, that there is an element of turning people off by taking away the sheer entertainment uh, factor and turning every single thing that, uh, that takes place in America today as part of a woke morality tale and I think a lot of people are just fed up with it. They're just tired of this storyline existing. Uh, like for instance uh, Colin Kaepernick trending even though he has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. People who are upset by Tom Brady winning a seventh title and they decide to say oh Serena Williams is the true GOAT even though you really can't compare individual sport athletes with team sport athletes which is why I haven't even tried. Serena Williams, Roger Federer, uh, Rafael Nadal, uh, Michael Phelps people who dominate individual sports it's hard to compare them with team sport athletes basketball, baseball, hockey, football players and that's why I don't think it's even useful. That's why I've said from the get-go Tom Brady in my opinion is now the greatest of all time team sport athlete and I don't think anybody's ever going to equalize him. Uh, Speaking of football we got a lot of drama out there. Carson Wentz is reportedly on the move from the Eagles. This would mean that Jalen Hurts would be the Eagles quarterback going forward. Where is he going to head? The Colts and the Bears are the odds maker favorites right now. In fact, the Bears are favored to make a move for Carson Wentz. Now, I do think you can look at the Bears and the defense that they have and the overall talent that they have surrounding the quarterback position outside of Mitchell Trubisky and Mike Glennon and say the Bears could look at Tom Brady and feel as if they are potentially going to be able to make a run going forward uh, if they had the right quarterback. And I think that's going to be one of the legacies of Tom Brady which I'm going to get to in a moment winning the Super Bowl with the Bucks, is it further reinforces the importance of a quarterback and makes a lot of teams that are looking around say wait a minute we're a quarterback away from winning a championship. Whether Carson Wentz is the guy who can win a championship for the Bears or the Colts is the question in conjunction with how much it might cost to get him. But if the NFL's copycat league and the reason why the Rams made the move for Matthew Stafford is partly because of the success that Tom Brady had. The Rams think they are a quarterback away. The Bears and the Colts think they are a quarterback away which is why Carson Wentz is purportedly on the move out of Philadelphia. Also, Russell Wilson is now talking about potentially him being interested in leaving the Seahawks because he's not necessarily happy with the way that they are treating him. And let me just say this. I believe what Tom Brady has unleashed with his seventh Super Bowl is a further growth in this idea. There's really quarterbacks and there's everybody else on NFL teams. And quarterbacks are looking around and recognizing that they are effectively the kings, the difference makers for who wins championships. And so you can have an ego if you're a corner or you're a running back or you're a linebacker offensive or defensive lineman but the data reflects that if you get hurt somebody can get put in your spot and the overall team is not going to adjust very much in one direction or another. The right quarterback can take you from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being 7-9 and and not having made the playoff for 12 years to winning the Super Bowl. And so I think what you're seeing with Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford uh, certainly with Deshaun Watson is quarterbacks are deciding wait a minute 
I need to be happy and if I'm not happy I'm going to want to go somewhere else. Now, this is interesting because I don't think anybody else in the NFL has this power. Certainly you've seen the Antonio Browns and Jalen Ramseys of the world insist on being traded but the overall impact to their teams is usually not as substantive because their position is not as important as the position of quarterback. And so, I think this is going to be interesting to follow a lot of different quarterbacks in the wake of Tom Brady's leaving the Patriots are going to be emboldened and look around at their team and think wait a minute I'm not the reason we are losing. It's the organization itself that is incompetent. They're not listening to me. They're not following and bringing in enough talent around me and I think what you're going to see is a superstar quarterback era develop in the NFL where there's one standard of rules for the quarterback and there's another standard of rules for everybody else on the team and I think Tom Brady has accelerated that era and everybody else is looking around. Now money had already reflected that that was going on but I do think that things have changed in a substantial way. And building on Brady I meant to hit this yesterday on the show I talked about it on the radio this morning Uh, there are lots of Brady stats that are out there and everybody has talked about them but I want you to think about what Tom Brady has accomplished since he turned 37 years old. Since Brady turned 37 years old which is an age when almost every other quarterback in the NFL is finished Brady has made five Super Bowls which is tied with John Elway for the most in the history of the NFL. He has won four Super Bowl rings which is tied for first in the NFL and he has 16 playoff wins which is also tied for first in the NFL. Think about this for a minute. Tom Brady's career of achievement only since the age of 37 years old is arguably arguably Brady since 37 years old would be the greatest NFL quarterback of all time because he'd be tied for most Super Bowls he would have won four which would be tied for first and he would have the most playoff wins just since he got 37 years old. Everything that happened in his career for the first 15 years we don't even have to consider. All we have to do is look at what he has accomplished since he turned 37 years old and in that career alone you can argue that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. That's pretty unbelievable. Uh, A couple of other stories that are out there. Uh, The uh, impeachment. Part 2 is underway. I haven't even been watching it because just like the impeachment that happened back in February and January of 2020 when everybody should have been focused on more important things the same thing is going on now. We already know how impeachment part 2 is going to end. Donald Trump is not going to be held to be uh, ineligible for office going forward. 67 people are not going to vote against him. There's a legitimate constitutional question about whether this is even permissible under the Constitution because there's no precedent for it. I think it would go all the way to the Supreme Court and I'm not sure what the Supreme Court would say about the idea of barring uh, a president from ever being re-elected, right? Because if, uh, if Trump had won he would be term limited out. But in theory he could come back and run again in 2024 which is what this is really about. It's also a function of how much of what's going on in the media in general is held hostage by Donald Trump. If Trump's not involved no one cares. The overall ratings for all news programming collapses. The Democratic Party basically has no reason for existence 
if Donald Trump is not involved and that's what impeachment part two is telling us but the important thing to know is it's dead on arrival. Okay? 45 Republicans are already on the record as saying they're basically and don't believe that there is constitutionality to even be able to do this and so uh, I think this thing is dead on arrival. I'd encourage you to just spend your time paying attention to things that matter and that aren't a foregone conclusion already. There's more drama in The Bachelor than there is in Impeachment Part 2 and The Bachelor's already been filmed and you can find out what happened on it by going out there and doing uh, research. We are talking earlier about quarterbacks. One of the things that I love is thinking about the people who constantly obsess over who an athlete is following on social media. Uh, Oh, this person is following that person. Oh, this person is not following that person. Whatever it is. Dak Prescott has followed the Washington football team on Instagram. And everybody's like, oh my goodness, what might be going on here? Washington definitely needs a quarterback. Uh, And it's unclear exactly what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do with Dak. I'll talk about this tomorrow on my radio show. To me, uh, the the only way that Dallas is not going to re-sign Dak Prescott is if the number one pick is in play. Who knows? Could they do a sign and trade with the Jags and in exchange get the opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence? I think that's an intriguing move. Or if you could somehow get Deshaun Watson, I think either of those situations lead to interesting storylines. But in the meantime, uh, again, quarterbacks, social media, all the drama that is going on that is easy to be followed out there. Uh, Dak Prescott following the Washington football team on uh, Instagram. Uh, Finally, Did you guys see this story? It hasn't gotten a uh, ton of attention. UNC's players celebrated their win over Duke. Obviously, Duke-UNC in basketball, one of the great rivalries that exists uh, in college sports. They celebrated, UNC players did, their win in a party without masks on. Pictures and videos of them at the party then were shared. And as a result, North Carolina had to cancel games because their players had violated COVID protocol by behaving like almost all college kids are at this point in time. And so UNC not able to play their game against Miami which yours truly bet on last night by the way. Uh, and so that game gets canceled uh, and as a result the Tar Heels had to, uh, to cancel that game. It's the latest in a long line of absurdities. Alright, I love all of you. The Outkick the Show is now available on Spotify as well as on, uh, as on podcast. So if some of you aren't downloading Outkick the show if you just want the audio version of this show uh, you know millions of you are listening uh, watching it every single uh, month but it is now available on iTunes as well as Spotify. You can also go watch this I believe on YouTube. We are continuing to ramp up all the different ways that you can consume our content. I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. We will be back Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. I will be on in one hour on FS1 breaking down everything in the world of sports on Fox Bet Live. This has been Outkick the Show. I appreciate all of you. Thanks for hanging out with us. DBAP, unless you need to ask BAP.